Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for other Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H Cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back again with another episode. As promised, we ain't taking no more weeks off. Yep. At least not until December 25th. Exactly. You know, exactly. Week, as everybody should. But definitely. And so then we want to thank y'all for tuning in, man. We got another regular episode for y'all. We're going to touch a lot of little topics uh-huh. uh, that's been going on uh, in the last week or so. So. Let's go ahead and dive right on in, man. All right, brother. All right. Let's do it. <clears throat> now, as we talked about before, Diddy got hit by charges by Cassie, uh, mm-hmm. sexual assault, and all type of other shit. And I don't, I don't remember if we said it. I think we did say it, but like them charges was 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 uh, basically he paid her off for within like twenty four hours of them charges coming out. However. Other charges have come out from other different people, other artists that were under him, other people who worked around him, other people. And, and I mean, even I want to say they kept bringing up Kim Porter, his wife, who passed, or his not his wife, but his baby mother who passed away. Mm-hmm. She said some some slick shit, apparently, in a book that she wrote a while back, too. So apparently all these allegations are now pumping up and Diddy is catching it every left, which and right way. First of all, 50 Cent is not letting this sleep. He is online trolling like only 50 Yo. Cent control. Yeah. I, I know this has been said multiple times and we're not, you know, cracking the Da Vinci code by saying this. Yeah. Right? But do not beef with 50 Cent. Period. Because it's on for life. Life. Forever, yes. It it at his fucking funeral service. I'm sure in the eulogy, <laughs> yep. Somebody will say, "Fuck Diddy." Mm-hmm. Oh, I guarantee like, it. I promise. Whoever reads the eulogy at 50's funeral, whenever that happens, is yeah, past the afterlife. That's that's the type of petty 50 is. Yeah, we we know King Petty, Universal Cosmic Power Petty. Like for them comic book niggas out there talking about, he got all of the fucking powers <laughs> when it comes to being petty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, did you see the joint where he posted? Um, it was all of the, it was him, Fifty, Diddy, Jay Z, Kanye, and I forgot who else on stage. But Diddy started smacking uh, uh, Jay Z's butt. Huh? <laughs> I did not see this. Really? You never no. seen? You never seen that? Uh-uh. Dog. So, and it's funny because you just see Fifty Cent in the background going like this, like, like, uh-huh. he's like, man, what the fuck? Wow. Nah, so, I've never seen. I had to look for so that. So obviously, you know. Oh, and Ti was there, so he he took a shot at Ti too because I, I didn't realize how many niggas Fifty Cent don't fuck with. It's like it's like Fifty had no friends, dog. Like <laughs> he really don't, and I feel like he takes pride in not having friends. And he he goes on his actual friends too, cause he he's yeah. friends with Buster, but yeah, he stays clowning Buster about shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, same thing with fuck? uh, what's it called with uh Tony Yeo? Yes, all same, them niggas. Same dog, shit. So, so like you know, Fifty's gonna yeah. be Fifty, but Fifty's uh, one of them niggas that's like, yo, with friends like Fifty, who needs who needs enemies? Dog? <laughs> no, cause that's all the enemies you need. Fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> it's the fucking army exactly. himself. Uh-huh. But yes, uh, Diddy apparently had to step down from Revolt TV, which he bought, I only think, like less than five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then he also had a partnership in New York with these prep schools. Uh, and all of that has been cut the fuck off after these allegations, after the further out, al- after all of these allegations have come out. Now, right. I mean, I really wouldn't be surprised personally if these allegations are true. I think I said yeah. that before. Um yeah. Because we've already talked about how it's like rich and powerful motherfuckers think that they can pretty much get away with anything and treat anybody mm-hmm. however the fuck they want. I mean, shit. Didn't he hit his fucking son's football coach with like a kettlebell or some shit like that? I forgot all about that for shit. For not playing him enough or some dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? So I forgot all about I that shit. I forgot about it too until somebody else mentioned it last week. And I was like, oh shit, that's right. He sure did. <laughs> it's kind of like this, right? If a motherfucker... You know, not only got into a fight, but like assaulted somebody, right? Yeah. Let's just say they assaulted somebody, got arrested for it, blah, 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 right? If you were to tell me that that same person beat the shit out of his girlfriend, 
I would immediately believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is obviously somebody who's shown to have a violent past, somebody yep. who's shown to have anger issues, shown to, you know, just be a, a you know, just a fucking piece of shit all around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, damn, I forgot all about that. So, damn, that, I'm surprised more people haven't brought that up because I haven't heard so many people bring that up because that wasn't too long ago. It wasn't too long ago, but I think that people just forgot about it. But now nah, people... I'm sure it's going to come the fuck back up and then we're going to hear even more stuff because we really don't have like, you know, we got all them stories from like drink champs and shit about, you know, Dame Dash wilding out on people and other people wilding out on other people back in the day. But we don't really have nobody that said shit about Diddy. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because, you know, he's been dubbed the boogeyman of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously, people speculate you know this isn't proven or anything but people speculate that he has something to do with uh tupac's death Mm -hmm. and the more that's being brought to light the more that seems like a realistic possibility Mm -hmm. so he's also been well he i won't say implicated but alleged to have something to do with everybody from whatever i forgot what record company it was that he started out with before he made bad boy apparently everybody in that company or that was associated with that company is dead and gone i think the only one left is i'll be sure and i believe i'll be sure just came to fuck up out of coma so you know what i'm saying like is it it, and jack you know shout out to jaguar right because she been saying this since at least 2005 you know what i'm saying she's like yo something is dirty with all of them you know that whole record label when it was around and then what the 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 president of bad boy records or whatever the, mm-hmm. the niggas in the position was he was arrested for sexual assault and sexual abuse and shit like that so i mean it just makes diddy look a little bit more dirty especially since he flew out the closet and paid that fucking paid that girl off within 24 hours of her coming out yeah. and saying it so Come on, like, bro. i mean how does that not make you look guilty yeah, well, and I, granted, I get that the alternative to that is that everything gets aired out, and, yeah. I, and I get that he probably didn't want that, of but course. nonetheless, this still makes you look guilty of all the things that came out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's without argument. Now, you know, what I'm curious of is, because he's going to have to at some point come out and say something. At some point. At some point, he's going to have to, because he has too many businesses, he has too much money, he's too big of a, of a celebrity to um to just kind of stay quiet for the rest of his mm-hmm, life and that's mm-hmm. that's obviously not going to happen but i'm just very curious as to you know not only what he's going to say but i guess how he's going to go about trying to get back to some kind of normality for him you know what i mean because i feel like i mean you either you know try to ignore it as much as you can mm-hmm. or you address it from the jump and just kind of and I don't, I don't know i'm just curious as to what his way of, of handling is going to be whenever he it, it does come you know hey i mean there's i don't even know i don't there's no way to know who how he's going to recruit because i mean shit there's the story with him and ja rule coming out of a room in bath towels or some shit <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying uh Nigga, there's, there's, I think there's multiple stories there's a story with between him and his or diddy and usher's mom where something happened there when yep. he was younger because you know uh he is one of the producers behind usher's very first album Mm-hmm. So, so speaking like, of speaking about Usher, now this is kind of sidetracking here, uh-huh. but I don't know if you talked about this on the episode that I wasn't on. But did you hear about the whole um, was it Kiki Palmer? Is that the girl that he was dancing on that like had oh, the uh-huh. the man that went crazy? Yeah, the man that went crazy. Uh-huh. So okay, first off, how do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like you got to be a what is it called a self conscious or a non self esteem ass nigga to really 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 think uh, you know bad about your girl because she got pulled up on stage and was danced on by usher you know what i'm saying like this is somebody that you're with she chooses to be with you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. she had your kid like mm-hmm. to me you go to a show i mean we already know usher been pulling bitches up on stage just like janet jackson had been pulling niggas up on stage since the 90s you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like it's a part of his show you already know that it's a part of his show because it's a part of usher you know his, his whole mm-hmm. mystique or whatever whatever Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see. I don't really understand why he got mad like that. It just it just shows to me that there's just he he's very jealous. And then apparently you could see that he was jealous because they got apparently multiple cameras are in their house, the house that they were cohabitating in. So there are right. multiple multiple extension. Uh, ex- I don't want to say extensions or experiences, but multiple um, evidences of him beating the shit out of her. Apparently, and I don't know if this started before the concert shit or after the concert shit. So that, yeah, that no. just that just goes to show that this nigga is like 
he I don't know. I guess he's trying to make her feel as as low as he feels because he's not up on her level or whatever, or jealousy mm-hmm. or or chicken shit or whatever the fuck it is. Now, what's crazy, right, about that is now I don't I don't know if this got talked about like because I feel like it kind of got glanced over to be honest. I feel like this should have been gigantic it, it news. It did get glanced over for real. Well, no, more specifically the um. So did you see that the, like some audio leaked? of i don't know if it was kiki palmer's mom it was her mom yeah saying that usher was gay essentially essentially as like a reason to why the husband shouldn't be tripping no i did not hear that i heard the mom talking about that she would shoot this nigga (laughs) but i did not hear her say anything about usher being gay i didn't hear her say anything about usher period dog i i heard the joint and i i was like yo why why has this not i feel like this should be you know, granted, it doesn't really fucking matter if he is or isn't, but yeah. just, I mean, dog, this is fucking Usher. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, like I feel like it should be news, you know what I mean, if so, if something like that were to come out, but I feel like it was just glanced over. Nobody talked about it. Yeah, again. that definitely was glanced over because usually some shit like that would have been all over all of the headlines and shit. Uh, but now, hey, maybe. Now, oh. gr- granted, right, this could, if, if, if she did say that, this could just be, you know, a mom just trying to talk some shit and you know just kind of put a just essentially make the the, the husband or ex-husband now mm-hmm. look like a fucking idiot because you know how dumb would you look being jealous of you know your girl's friendship with a gay dude yeah or or, or your girl whatever with a gay dude like it's like come on he's fucking gay but but like, uh i mean again this happens in real life all the time whether the friend is gay or not you know what i'm saying like i've had it so that like I've had female friends that I was always cool with, but apparently their husbands think it's weird that me and their wife are friends. But like, yeah, we've been friends since before y'all ever met. So I don't know what. Oh that, yeah, you know, I've, I've there's there's there. always that thing that you kind of have to go around if you actually have friends of the other sex. But see, that's what happened when you a jiggy nigga, when you a cool nigga, exactly. and everybody like you see? is that you know you got you got girls that's you know sure they you're just friends, but hey, what can you do, dog? Like you just a you just a cool ass dude. Hey, I accept it. It's my fate. It's my f- hey. Listen, I'm right there with you, bro. And <laughs> so, so all them niggas has got mad at me and my co-hosts for being a cooler nigga than them yep. to their girl. Yeah, suck my dick. From the back. From nigga. the bizak. <laughs> yeah. That message brought to you by two play. niggas who don't give a fuck. At all. Gang, <laughs> gang. Oh, my goodness. We wild today. <laughs> I love fucking. Ain't no fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yes. But Diddy is I, Diddy's in yeah. a problem. Diddy, Diddy yeah, got no, issues. Diddy. He got to figure out a way to fucking get his ass the fuck out of this or he's going to have to come out and give us in quotation marks air quotations his truth um as to what happened with with at least with cassie and with the chick from danity kane and i have heard about that too and and whoever the and the reasonings why him and usher or him and, and ja rule came out a hotel room in bath towels when they went in fully clothed or like the whole i know you heard what 50 cents say that he offered to take him shopping did he yeah, probably? <laughs> that's where it all kind of stemmed from. Wow. Apparently, this is early in 50's career. From from and 50, 50 told the story multiple times on Breakfast Club and on. Uh, I don't know Jam. how I did not hear this. Duh, it, you, I'm not gonna do it justice. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go back and look it up. I'm gonna yeah, go back, go and, back look and look it up, or, or I'll send it to you after the show. But okay. duh, essentially, right? Fifty was like, dog. We was at Chris. Chris Lady's wedding, and this motherfucker comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, man, we gotta chill, man." And then he was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Yeah, we yeah, we gotta chill." He was like, "Yeah, man, we gotta go shopping." He's like, "I'll pay for it." And then he was like, "No," I looked at this nigga like, "Did this nigga just offer me to take me shopping?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Man, I had to walk away before I fucking did something stupid to that dumbass motherfucker." But see, I can see some. I I can see that working on Rick Ross. <laughs> Not saying anything about Rick Ross, not inciting anything about Rick Ross, but I could see Rick Ross accepting a Diddy invitation to go shopping. Mm -hmm. Because Rick Ross, they shopping his goddamn self. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean, and you know, I just think that Fifty is a very like not with the shits at all type of dude. (laughs) I feel, yeah, you know what I mean. One hundred percent. Yeah, so I feel like he he. It's almost like he can't fake. 
not feeling how he feels. Yeah. So it's you know like me. I mean? Like I may be able to fake expressing how I feel, but if you look at my face, my face is a dead giveaway of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's I think that that's fifty in that case. But mm-hmm. um, it's funny because they put up a, a picture of uh, of Meek Mill with with Diddy and him wearing matching shirts with him. And I was like, don't tell me this nigga took the shopping uh, 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 plea or the shopping. Uh, what is it? Uh, he said it's almost Christmas. Let's get matching sweaters. Nigga, yeah. what the fuck? Nah, I love it. <laughs> to be fair, it was it was some like some button up shirts, but nonetheless, they oh. were both wearing the same exact shirt. And I'm like, dog, there's no way both of y'all niggas got the same. I'm shirt. sorry, I unless will, y'all you will, you will never catch me in the same exact clothing as another grown ass man that I'm with, unless it's two occasions, right? Mm. It, with another man, I will say, because one of the occasions will be me and my little nigga that I get helped to bring to this world, that mm. I helped birth to this world, and yeah. we dress the same. That's yeah. different. And then if it's like a Halloween costume. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If for some reason we have to look exactly the same for a Halloween costume, that's cool, whatever. Okay. But I'm not just going to show up at a function Nope. And then me and my homeboy gonna be wearing the same thing. I'm not gonna show up at the jump or with somebody, and we gonna be no. That just does not make sense. It does not make sense. It don't. Somebody gotta change that shirt. It's gotta be like maybe unless y'all are in like in scouts or something, y'all got a uniform on, and it's the same. Or shit. or like you're like in a wedding, you know or, what I mean? Yeah, a wedding or a fraternity with the same t-shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Like that type uh-huh. of shit. I understand, but nah, just out here chill. Like you and me, you and me, like you know. We we go somewhere with a bunch of people and we take a picture and we got the same motherfucking shirt uh-huh. on. You know what I'm saying? What, we go to like some Bamas. That's what we're gonna uh, like. Exactly. It was there was no intention that or you know every intention on it being the same. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. oh, we just decided to dress up like twins, even though this nigga is shorter than I am and I'm blacker than he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no that that would just be absolutely retarded. So. Yeah, no, that so I, I don't know how Meek just went along with it though. I'm gonna be honest with you. That I mean, shit was Meek kind- is a Meek is an interesting fellow sometimes. Like, he kind of is. I, I thought it was I thought it was hilarious that he put that shit of him falling on the ice um, oh, on the ring camera. God. I thought it was hilarious that he put that online. I was like, okay, so he's not that self conscious about him looking dumb. And I remember I think he said it was <laughs> it was I think he said it was Diddy. Was it Diddy or was it somebody else? Well somebody caught him and was like, Yo, why did you put that up? Blah 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 blah. And then it was like, Oh no, it was Jay Z who said that shit. Apparently Jay Z uh, hit him up and was like, Why'd you put that up? Blah blah blah. But then he saw how people were reacting to it and acting like it was normal like and that. they weren't clowning. He was like, oh, Okay, now I get it, blah blah blah. No. But it's like you gotta be able to like make yourself look like a regular human being out here. Like you ain't nobody with superpowers, you're not invincible, you're not Mr. Joe Cool all the time. That's that's kind of like one of my beefs about as much as I love him, my beefs about Jay Z, because Jay Z always act like he too cool for school no matter what the situation is. But here's I was just about to say that, but here's the thing about Jay is that there is a compilation of him just looking awkward doing <laughs> regular shit. The face, like that owl face he made with them glasses on. <laughs> usually his reactions, I will say, yeah, it's usually his reactions to shit. Is what... Nigga, have, do you remember him diving into the pool? No, I never saw him diving into the pool. Oh, I heard my. the story, but I never actually saw him, like a video of him dive into the pool. Dog, I don't even know if there's a video, but there's pictures, like a still picture okay. of Jay kind of like diving it's, in. It's probably and like dog. Beyonce. He had his crew scrubbage from the internet. You know what I'm saying? Bro. <laughs> Pro- I probably well actually no because this became a whole meme and also him have, have, have you seen him riding a bike yes and that was hilarious he just looks like he just looks uncomfortable doing everything mm-hmm. that, that involves any kind of physical activity mm-hmm. so, and, and to be honest meek mill is kind of the same way because i don't <laughs> know if you've seen the video not only the one of uh of him slipping down to the staircase which you know could happen to anybody mm-hmm. but uh he did like a front flip on like a trampoline thing and he just didn't look crisp doing it you know what i mean like <laughs> like if a nigga like chris brown do that shit you know he looked like he's fluid and kind of just well that thing you know, is he, also his body is made for jumping and flipping and all that yeah, other shit meek is exa- not <laughs> meek look like dog like if he lands wrong he's gonna tear every fucking acl in his body mm-hmm. meek, meek look like just a regular nigga up there Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. So Speaking of which, we went to a fucking like a, I guess it's a sky zone, a little trampoline park or whatever. Oh yeah, we mm-hmm. went there for my 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 goddaughter's birthday, and, and okay. it was hilarious because um they were like her her aunt's 
husband. They were telling him, they were telling all the older people, yo, be careful, you know, you ain't as young as you used to be, blah, blah. He was like, nah, I got this, I got this. Two bounces in, and this nigga was like, ah, <laughs> hit the Peter Griffin. Ah, <laughs> ah. Yo, <laughs> Fucking nah, like almost funny. tore his ACL and shit. I was like, nigga, go sit your old ass down. That's exactly why my ass is not getting on this bitch. I'm not doing anything that, to hurt myself. Worst part is, he probably didn't stretch. He ain't fucking do none of that. No, he didn't. You know he didn't. And he was a little, he was a little dough boy too, so he ain't had no business up there doing like oh, that. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. <not yet. laughs> My man was out there wild and thinking it was 30 years uh, before. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, you know, it, it's, um, I actually have a funny, well, I guess kind of funny story about uh, when, when I went to Sky Zone, and I think we just went, because this is when we were like a lot younger. I was probably like early 20s or whatever. Uh-huh. And, um, I, don't, I think I've told you, but like, man, playing football in high school, I tore both of my rotator cuffs mm. and I got surgery on one of them. I still have to get surgery on my right one. Yeah, I feel that. Which is why I'm praying to not ever have to get into a fight because if I do, my arm gets dislocated. It's a fucking wrap yeah, I feel for you. me immediately. So I say all that to say, though, that we went to Sky Zone. Uh, we fucking, they have, like, I don't know if, you, if if they had it when you went, but they had like this little thing. Where it's like a jousting kind of thing. Oh yeah, they had you, that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you kind of hit each other with a little mallet and shit. Yep. You know, we we fucking niggas in that joint and trying to hit the shit out of each other <laughs> with that joint. And my friend, he kind of swung the joint at me, and I kind of blocked it with the joint. Uh-huh. So that in turn made my arm dislocate. Ooh. I fucking fell off the joint, and I was fucking cursing up a storm in that joint with a bunch of little kids running around. <laughs> when management came up to me, was like, "Sir, can you please stop cursing?" <laughs> And I just looked at her like, can you fucking call an ambulance? My fucking arm is dislocated. <laughs> and um, yeah, dog, she wasn't sure what to do. So she started panicking. And then long story short, because, you know, this happens frequently. Uh-huh. Or, luckily, it hasn't happened in a long time. Knocking on wood. I'm knocking on wood, too. <laughs> um, but um, but when, when, it, uh, when it does, a lot of the times, it kind of just slides back into socket. Yeah. All right, so. So, nigga, my arm was out of socket for, like, almost five minutes, dog, and it was oh. just excruciating pain that whole time. And I was just like, fuck, dog. Oh. And then all of a sudden, I just said, shoop, pop oh. right back into place. We back in business. Yeah, I have that same injury, and that shit happens to me. But it feels like it happens for days, and then it's just like my arm is just completely useless. Like I can't do shit without with yeah. it. No, no, no. Honestly, same shit where, like, once it pops back into place, it be hurting like shit. I have very little range of motion. Mm-hmm. And damn, yeah, that, that shit fucking sucks. Yeah, Honestly, does. anybody listening, and this ain't no older nigga shit because mm-hmm. this used to happen to me since I was in my early 20s. Even uh, late This shit been happening to me from high school. Yeah, for real. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think I, did, and, I think I fucked my joint up. Um, uh, throwing like throwing a discus or something, or maybe throwing shot put. I don't remember I believe, exactly what it was. I believe it. Oh, yeah. I believe it. anything re- involving you know your shoulder or anything like that definitely will do it. But um, yeah, if anybody ever had has ever had an injury, you already know how terrible that shit is. Sometimes you're just sitting down and you make a wrong movement, mm-hmm. and your fucking arm just says, "Yep." But, yep. Um, yep. I forgot how the fuck we were talking about this shit. I, I don't even know how we got there either. But let's go ahead and go move on. Funny ass story because I I, I remember because I read this in his book. Uh, uh, but Fat Joe said that you know everybody everybody just automatically thinks that he got the name Joey Crack because you know he used to actually sell crack back in the day and blah blah blah. And his name is Joey. They used to always call him Joey around the way. Mm. Well, apparently, is because he was a fat little kid and whenever he would stand up, his ass crack would show, and all the girls would be like, "Ha ha ha, Joey Crack, Joey Crack." So that's how he got the name Joey Crack. Now, if you, I wish I had, like, I meant to actually, like, find the passage in the book so I could read it. Mm. Um, because fucking hilarious the way he says it. And like I said, when you're reading his book, you're reading it in his voice. And it's of like, and you literally, when you're reading it, you just hear his voice because it's in the way that this nigga speaks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like. I like first of all I highly highly suggest the book it's it's really good I'm not all the way done with it yet it takes me a while to get through books because I, I read like a lot of comic books and everything they tweet too but it's a good book so far and randomly Rakim has a book that I want to get but I want to get an audio book and I've never gotten an audio book before 
So I'd have to, of course, buy the subscription and shit. But I looked at the book online. And I was like, okay, I might have to go ahead and get that one. So, but they since they had an audio book, they had a little like you know a little test listen. I listened to yeah. that shit, nigga. This nigga is reading his own book, and now I can never not hear this book without hearing it in his voice. So I'm gonna have to buy the audio book so I can listen to Rakim read his own book because again, it's written like this nigga talks, and I want to hear him read it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's that's the best when when the author reads the book that they wrote because like you say you know especially a book like that where it's kind of like in a conversational tone and Mm -hmm. not necessarily uh you know a novel or anything like that yeah it it just way better to hear it from the person because it almost sounds like a really really long interview exactly you know what i mean but um no no so it's funny uh to go back to to fat jodo um you know listen man we like we we've said this on the show multiple times here we both you know, two bigger dudes were yep. saying that in order to not say fat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But hey, it is what it is. Okay. That's how. That's our truth. Yep. You know, we bigger dudes. You yep. know, and it's funny. And and people who've never been fat, like they just they they because you know I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna put myself out there. When I be getting up out of the car, sometimes my butt my butt crack sometimes be showing too. Hey, and, it happens and, to the best of us. And, and, and no, but see the reason why, and let me give you all the reason why. For those of y'all that have never been fat before, when you fat, right, your belly hangs a little bit lower past than your waistline. Mm-hmm. So that means that that belly is pushing the fucking pants down that are normally a normally a a, a a non, you know, fat person wouldn't have to worry about, which is why their butt cracks are you know already showing. And it's also it's also pushing the pulling the shirt forward and mm-hmm. taking it from your back bingo bingo bango uh-huh. so you know what i mean so that's the reason why if y'all ever wondered why fat motherfuckers butt cracks is always showing is because we fat our stomach is pushing the shirt down uh our stomach is pushing the pants down and you over here with wild butt crack out uh-huh. so you know sh- kudos to fat joe for bringing that to the light and uh-huh. for owning that because you know i could have told you that was happening to him it happens to every fat yeah. guy. Every anybody who's ever been fat, I promise you, your butt crack has shown at least a couple, a handful of times. Oh for yeah, sure. facts, facts. Man facts. or woman, for real. So man, man exactly. Man, men or woman, men yeah. or woman, for sure, one hundred percent. So, I just thought that that was that was kind of funny, and I was just like, yo, I, I feel you on that, bro, because no, it's definitely it's definitely times right where I'm getting out the car and I'll like make sure my shirt is like pulled down uh-huh. in case when I get up, uh-huh. you know, my stomach and the momentum of it doesn't pull my butt crack out yes so i'm like let me make sure this shirt is uh appropriately uh you know stretched down a little bit exactly exactly that's why uh, a lot of niggas buy bigger shirts too so they ain't got to worry about that as much yo yeah it is so fucking that has <laughs> to be a reason why mm-hmm, that's you know, they, like, they like to say oh it's, it's more comfortable i have more room in here but the reality of it is they just don't want their butt crack to show. exactly exactly <laughs> Like, I love I love Fat Joe for bringing up stories like that And like I always say Fat Joe is one Fucking hell of a storyteller So like I always love to sit back and listen to stories Especially funny stories This nigga be trying to not laugh while telling a story and shit. Yeah. That's part of the best part yeah. of it You know what I'm saying One of the funniest stories I heard him tell was um, I don't know if you heard it but he was uh, He was with Big Pun at The tunnel back in the day In, oh, yeah. in New York Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that he was getting patted down by, uh, or, or was it? What was? Oh, I don't know. Like security was giving uh, Big Pun a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And Big Pun was like, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, like ex- essentially fight them niggas. Essentially yeah. trying to fight security. Sounds about right. And it, yeah. And Fat Joe was like, bro, like you know, chill out, dog. It's like seven of these bounce. It was the uh, security. It's like seven of them, and they big, gigantic, former NFL football player looking <laughs> motherfuckers. And he was like the way he told the story. It was just hilarious. He was like, man, it was seven Goliaths just walking up right. to us, and we was about to get fucked up. He was like, we was about to get fucked up, so serious. And then he was like, and at the corner of the, at the corner of, uh, 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 of the room, I heard somebody say. Hey Joe, pun. Hey, fuck these niggas. Let's fuck these niggas up. <laughs> and if y'all couldn't make out my terrible Mike Tyson accent, uh, accent that was Mike Tyson. Yes. I remember him saying this story on the Breakfast hey, Club. Hey Joe, pun. Yo. Hey, fuck these niggas. Let's fuck these niggas up. Yo, <laughs> yo. I when it. I tell you, dog, 
that I think it's every man's dream to have Mike Tyson come up to you in aid during a, you know, a physical fight, altercation. A physical <laughs> altercation. Yo, if you got Mike Iron Mike in his prime, well, I don't know if he was in his prime at this time. No, he, he was. He was. It was no, no. This would have been like later. Like he'd already established his shit, but this is like later before he retired. But like definitely because the if they talk about like the tunnel and Big Pun was there, it would have had to be like ninety seven, ninety eight, probably. Mm-hmm. So, so so he was maybe slightly getting towards the end of his prime, but nonetheless, yeah. it's fucking Iron Mike. It's Mike Tyson. Nigga, I'd have and, Mike Tyson these days now in yes. my corner on a fight. Fuck what you mean? You seen that nigga yeah. train? Oh shit! Yeah, dog. That I, I just think the best way to describe him is how I've heard many people describe him. He's like, yo, that's a dangerous man right there. Facts. Like he just looks like somebody that could survive in the wilderness, and like he has like very animalistic you know, instincts and how he mm-hmm. kind of moves. And it's just like, yo, like, you could tell that this guy will fuck a lot of people up. Mm-hmm. So, Dog. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, that, that, that's, again, a great story. I, I think I heard it on Vlad, on the Vlad TV when he told that story, but I'm sure he's probably uh, told it multiple times. Oh, I'm sure he has, yeah. Yeah, no, Fat Joe, shout out to Fat Joe for Fat, Fat being Joe. a hell of a, hell of a storyteller. No, boy. And this is actually something that I'm pissed about. That I didn't hear shit about. Y'all about to give up Twitter. First of all, let me take a side rant. Because this little X shit, uh, it don't be giving me no messages. Like, you know, you get notifications from people putting up stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's people that you follow, artists that you follow, whatever, whatever. I get nothing but notifications from niggas I don't follow. Niggas I have never heard of. I don't hear nothing from my friends. I don't hear nothing from anybody, the artist or anything that I follow on Twitter. And I don't really be following that many people, mm-hmm. but there are artists that I do like to follow on Twitter. Yeah. I don't hear nothing from them. It's like it's like they've changed like what's his name has changed the algorithm to just give you all the shit that you ain't got no interest in instead of letting the shit that you have an interest in pop up on your screen. Now, I might just change your life right now, but mm-hmm. did you realize that there's a for you and a following section? Yes. Mm-hmm. But and usually still, for the for you joint, like it's people that I follow or around the type of people that I follow. Like honestly, these days I mean, yeah, like, I had to mute them. I was getting all the Trump shit. I was getting a bunch of like other right wing shit, random shit. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't follow any of these people. So why the fuck is it popping up in my shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so but what about the following section? The following section, like I, I will still get like some some stuff, but it's it's you know it's not what's put forth for me you okay. know what i'm saying it's, yeah. it's like i have to go search into that instead of it just being what pops up initially you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so, so i was much- like i don't really get it but anyway i figured i would have heard something this on like instagram or twitter because both of them are pretty good about dc shit but the clips were honored in dc with their own fucking day and i okay. am fucking happy as shit about that it is the day is going to be november 17th which is already passed for this year but that is the that is the the, the clips day in washington dc and this was they got honored with this by the city after they performed at the kennedy center and if you know the kennedy center the kennedy center doesn't really host rap events that often i can only think mm-hmm. of maybe two other rappers and one of them is Nas that has performed at the Kennedy Center. I think the other one might have been Jay-Z for real. Um, right. Maybe the root. No, the, maybe the roots. Uh, maybe the roots. Hold on, is the Kennedy Center the one that's off U Street? Mm, you know what? I'm not really sure. Or is that exactly the Lincoln Theater? That's the, no, that's the Lincoln Theater. Kennedy, okay. The Kennedy Center is all the way downtown, like right over okay. kind of by like Georgetown and shit like that. Oh, you know what's funny? Hold on. Let me let me look this up because I think that's, if I'm thinking correctly, it's right next to my job, which makes me even be. more blonde. Uh, Kennedy Center, F Street. I think so. Yeah, so right over there yep. by the Watergate Hotel, I think. Let me see. Oh, you know what? Never mind. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. The Kennedy Center you said is by the waterfront, right? Uh, I don't know. No, not right by the waterfront, but it's by the water. Like it's literally on the Potomac. Yeah. Okay. No, nah, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, it's funny because that's it's it's it's, it's kind of like a bigger venue right it's a huge venue but it's usually a venue that is for <clears throat> like being like operas like, again, like and operas and, and, and orchestral shit like i know nas did i think the 25th or the 30th anniversary of illmatic and did it with an orchestra at the kennedy oh, center shit. which is something that i wanted to see but of course at that time i i couldn't afford it that shit was expensive as hell mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe the only other rapper might have been Black Thought from The Roots because The Roots have performed at the Kennedy Center, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think any other rappers really have performed at the Kennedy Center. I have to really look that up and see if I'm correct on that. Right. But 
they got to perform at the the Kennedy Center. I mean, the Clips performed at the Kennedy Center. Like you can un- you kind of understand why Nas would have been performing at the Kennedy Center because of his his the type of music he does. But it's yeah. the Clips, and we all know that they are the kings of cocaine rap. But it's the yeah. best shit ever, and I'm just surprised that they were even thought of to perform at the Kennedy Center. Like that's just it's kind of mind boggling, but awesome as shit for me at the same time. So yes, they have a day November seventeenth. Uh, very proud of the Clips. Uh, we were talking about earlier the DMV locations, and mm-hmm. they are technically not in what we would call the DMV, but we own mm-hmm. them as part of the DMV. Especially if they want to be part of it, Missy Timberland, you know, Pharrell, all of y'all, we 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 accept yeah. all of y'all and love y'all. You know, and and it's so funny because um, uh, <laughs> I've heard so many people when they talk about uh, you know, DMV rappers and who's like the the top DMV rapper and mm-hmm. who uh, was the first one to kind of break out. You know, a lot of people like to bring up Wale. Yeah. And, 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 um, I, I don't, you know, as a DMV native, I don't think that they're technically wrong because like we were talking about this shit before on the show, you know, if, if you're in Virginia beach or if you're anywhere past Northern Virginia, for being honest, mm-hmm. you're not part of the DMV. And again, I, I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean that respectfully, mm-hmm. but it's just the reality of it. Like we said, if you can't access, your neighborhood within five minutes of a metro station that you're not part of dmv mm-hmm. like that's just simple as that um and you know because like i said you know before we started the show there's parts of virginia that touch tennessee uh, like literally oh mm-hmm. uh so it's like dog like i'm sorry there has to be a cutoff point somewhere <laughs> and it's fucking northern virginia okay but i say that to say though that um they, yeah no it, it's it's dope you know definitely that that they got their their love in, in the nation's capital, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, it, it's always like a weird thing between, you know, D.C., Maryland and Virginia. Like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like D.C. and Maryland, you know, they usually kind of are on the same page for the most part, even though D.C. be trying to sun us Maryland niggas. Yeah, but, hey, well. it is what it is. <laughs> but, but no, I feel like Virginia is always like the odd state out. Yeah, they're, the, they're the redheaded stepchild in the family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ask anybody that's not from Virginia, I'll tell you the same thing. So <laughs> it's, you know, and, and for that reason, I feel like that's why, like, now you, you said that they have, but personally, like, I've never heard uh, a, a Pusha or, 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 or Malice, you know, shout out the, the specifically the DMV. I'm sure they probably have, but I've just never heard it, mm-hmm. or at least they've never done it to the extent where it was noticeable. Same yeah. thing with people like, um, like, uh, like Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, this but nigga he's a, is over he's here. in Southern Virginia. He's in, oh. super Southern Virginia. Mm-hmm. As far as I remember, like, I don't remember exactly where, but like, I'm pretty sure his joint is, is Southern from Virginia Beach. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to say that might be where it is. So, yeah, man. Like, it, it's again, if you're from the area, then y'all already know how that shit go, man. Mm-hmm. It's this dumb, it's ignorant, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're from this, if you're from, you know, our side of town, you're not claiming Virginia. And if you are Northern Virginia, is it's uh is goddamn uh, Tyson's Corner, you know what <laughs> I mean? Shit, places you could reach via via Alexandria, <laughs> Alexandria, even that might be the limit right there. Right. Maybe if you're getting a little crazy, uh, false church, but yeah. even then it's kind of cutting it. A little, little resting, but resting might be a little cutting it close to. They, they <laughs> yeah. got a metro though, so you know. No, and, and you know, rest and hern and all them places, mm-hmm. they actually do have train stations. Exactly, because so. they shit. You got and even out by the airport. Yeah, exactly. By uh, you talking about Dulles? Yeah, but uh, no, not national, national, because you can't get the oh, Dulles right? on the train. Like, can you get the Dulles on the train? No, you can't. That's too far. No, you, you can, can get the national on the train, but not Dulles. Mm-mm, no way. No, mm-hmm. maybe no, I'm no, tripping. No, 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 no. No, I'm, no, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. <laughs> that, that is kind of far. You're right. Yeah, that's definitely not it. All right, but yeah, um, but yeah, no. Back to the clips, though, man. Kudos to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think just the fact that Pusha, I know Mattis doesn't really make music uh, at all. He doesn't really make music now, right? I don't want to say I mean, that. I haven't had it. He only had one mixtape of himself. And I mean, I don't know if the clips are going to actually come out with a new album. They say they are, but, you know, who knows? But, but yeah, but he, he he hasn't consistently made music. Yeah, right? he hasn't. Not, not since he retired, no. So, you know, and, and I guess that's even a bigger kudos to Pusha for keeping their legacy alive all these years. Obviously, the whole, you know, him and Drake beef, you know, was a huge mm-hmm. uh, part of that. And I'm not going to say that that was the only part because he still was making good music, uh, no pun intended, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this whole time and, you know, his whole time with Kanye and everything. So kudos to both, to you know, because it, it takes a lot. And we, we've talked about this before, but it takes a lot 
to be an artist that blew up in the early 2000s mm-hmm. and was it or it might even be before that, i don't know but no, definitely early, early 2000s for them so you know early 2000s and still be you know like important in rap in in fucking 2020 yeah because we all know that groups especially rap groups don't really last that long together and to be fair they didn't really you know they, they kind of broke up they in did a sense. they did but i mean it was at least it wasn't like infighting in the group like it usually is you know what i'm saying it was mm-hmm. like malice just said look i'm i'm about i'm about i'm about god right now so i don't feel like i can literally do the work that i do as malice yeah. <laughs> and then kind of claim to be holy up in this joint so i mean i get that you know what i'm saying but you know it, it it is and like i said he came out with the mixtape the one mixtape and it wasn't like a religious mixtape it wasn't like religious music there was just undertones of religion in the in the music so gotcha. you know what i'm saying so like I, I still thought it was really good he was really lyrical on that joint so i would i would love to see the clips come out with a new project or at least a mixtape you know what i'm saying who knows who knows what they'll come up with now shit andre mm-hmm. 3000 got flute music so shit anything's possible hey have you heard that at all? I have not heard it yet. I just keep forgetting to look it up. That's the only until until someone brings it up, I keep forgetting to look it up. But hey, it outsold everybody. Outsold Lil Wayne. Outsold Meek Mill. Outsold every fucking body in hip hop. So now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that a reason why, and, and again, I'm not. This is this does not take away from the quality of it. But mm-hmm. I'm sure a reason for it selling as much as it did was curiosity yes. from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And again, because, I, because of who I, it I, was. Yes, one hundred percent. Who it was, and again, he he's he's earned this, mm-hmm. you know, because he is a, you know, considered by a lot of people to be one of the great rappers of of just hip hop in general. Facts. So, um, yeah, like a lot of people were drawn to it. Now, this is what I'm gonna say. Just a quick, uh, you know, first listen uh, opinion, if you will. Mm-hmm. To me, this is amazing background music. Hmm. And I say that respectfully because there are no words to it. So you're not, you're not, you don't have to digest messages of what he's saying, but it really like, cause I was riding with my friend for like a good minute uh-huh. and the CD was playing or the album, the, the, yeah, the album was playing and it, it, it just felt like it's good music to play. Like if you're having a conversation with somebody like, oh, okay. like, or, or like to play it like behind like an interview or something like that. Like, like it, it's just very, you know, uh, serene kind of like i don't know like it kind of it kind of makes you feel good in a sense you know what i mean? I haven't so, heard anybody say anything bad about it for yeah real. no it's like, really not so, bad at all now granted it is a flu album uh-huh. so keep that in mind for everybody that's that wants to check it out but i think it's done well i think if you appreciate music as a whole not just rap but music as a whole uh-huh. if you're an artist if you're musically inclined then i think you'll appreciate it honestly thanks thanks all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and hit the last topic for the evening, which is there's been a resurgence of the love that people used to get uh, for hearing people beefing, mm-hmm. not just beefing online, but beefing old school, beefing on the radio. And there's there's three in, three specific instances that have popped back up on social media recently. <laughs> One of them, of course, having to do with Diddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. And it was between Diddy and the Locks uh, when they wanted their their rights publishing. back to their music, the publishing mm-hmm. to their music. And I think they also did it to get off a of bad boy, like back in the day. Uh, so that so. they could join Rough Riders. Uh there was one That was like a separate a separate one, right? Yeah, that was a separate one. Yeah. Uh, there was one where Ray J calls excuse me, calls into the Breakfast Club fuming about Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Which, then, which is funny because I, I didn't listen to the entire thing because it only gave like a portion of it. Mm-hmm. But we didn't even hear what Fab had to say about it. It was just so like, yo, Ray J, I think he's short and little, like a little yes, dude. Yes, he is. Yes. So it's just so hilarious to see a motherfucker live up to the stereotype mm-hmm. of little guys just kind of <laughs> being all overly aggressive and shit like that. And dog, uh, if you listen to that, I, I can't say why because I, you know, I don't want to that language on our show exactly. but he says some crazy shit right after and that was the, the most hilarious part about it he literally was like hold on we live he was, right, <laughs> I, hold on, we, we on there all right well i guess i ain't gonna curse then punk and y'all can feel it in the rest uh-huh. right there and he actually said so you know granted this was it so let's not go over here with the you know cancel culture and all uh, that yeah but nonetheless 
nonetheless, you know, Ray J just fucking being the five foot seven menace that he is, man. Exactly. Now this, yeah. and what was the third one? I can't remember who the third one was. Oh, it was somebody, wasn't it? No. Fifty and Cam. So yeah, Fifty and Cam. It there was Fifty and Cam. Yep. God, I don't remember. I really remember it's around that time. I was really getting into Dipset, and uh, this is after because you know I'm I'm a little bit I was a little bit too young to listen to Dipset in their prime, mm-hmm. which is like 2002, 2003 around that time. Okay, but I feel like when this happened is when I was kind of really I was listening to all the old Dipset and getting into the new Cam shit, mm-hmm. and I was rocking hard with Cam because Cam was one of my favorite. Always has been one of my favorite rappers, but specifically at that point. And I remember he did the album called Curtis. Mm-hmm. It was all dedicated to 50, obviously, and it was Curtis. And and, and there was just a really I, I don't I don't even know the extent to what the beef was, to be honest. But they was kind of beefing on each other. And uh I guess the whole, you know, G Universe's dipset type shit. Yeah. And and just a bunch of shit happening back and forth. But yeah, nah, it, it's so funny because I don't think I've ever heard 50 Cent screaming. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I say that because in that little argument that they had, uh, him and Cam, Cam is going ballistic, just, you know, trying to talk over him. And because 50's at the radio station and not calling via like a, a fucking old ass phone, you uh-huh. know, back in 2005 <laughs> yeah. with probably terrible service, like you could hear 50 very loud and clear, but Cam was like the one that was kind of hard Sounding to pick out what he was saying. Yeah. So 50 was just kind of keeping it calm, cool. Like, like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying 50 don't be wilding, but I've never heard him kind of like talk at a different tone than what he normally talks. Yeah, true. So, um, but yeah, you know, that, that was that was another one that was legendary. Just, again, if you grew up around that time and you just remember that, like, that beef going on. And I, granted, there wasn't no social media. So this yeah. that that's that's a really big part of all of this, to be honest, uh-huh. is is that that's probably why this doesn't happen anymore is because now any rapper can get on their fucking social media of millions and millions of followers, yep. get their message out, say, fuck whoever, and that person will see it. And the Shade Room will repost it. Academics will repost it. No Jumper will repost it. Hell, we might repost it. Hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's it's... There's no real need to say that. And again, it, like, it, there's certain things that are products of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that that specific niche that we just mentioned right now is yeah. definitely one of them. Because, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, before the show, you know, Wendy Williams is is famous for people calling into her show. Oh, yeah. Airing her out. And, like, uh, you know, you Houston, had like. Mariah Carey, Method Man, Lil' Kim. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a line. It's a line. <laughs> yeah. And again, you know, it. I just feel like if that were to happen today, we wouldn't get them calling into the show. We wouldn't get, mm-hmm. you know, them showing up. It would be 100% on IG, mm-hmm. an IG story that would probably be deleted. But guess what? Too late. We got the Internet screenshot. Internet always saves it. Uh-huh. So you already know. And they always delete it. That's the funny part always. about it. Always. Exactly. Oh, I ain't really putting it. Well, we got the receipts right here, bro. We got the receipts. <laughs> this is you. Let's 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 not act like it ain't. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, man, it, it's just it's a different fucking time, bro. And, exactly. and 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 the more I fucking say that, the older I'm starting to fucking feel, and it really is kind of bothering me a little bit. But it really was, dog. Sign but yo, the it was more entertaining to listen to these niggas lit, like fight on the radio or to yeah. fight on a TV show or some shit like that than to see them go back and forth at each other on Instagram and Twitter because like you got to see them you know say all the emotional shit that they shouldn't have said you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. how how other people react to it and how and how they go back on it and blah, blah blah like it's just a whole different world from watching this shit out or listening to it fall out on radio or on tv versus on social media you know what i'm saying it's just a, mm-hmm. honestly y'all young ones it is a time that y'all will never experience it's a time that we'll never experience again um yep. and it's a sad thing because it was great to see people airing out their beefs uh not not quite in each other's faces but like to each other verbally instead of saying it in 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 the most cryptic uh, in a cryptic verse or saying it yeah. in, in a cryptic uh, tweet or in a cryptic um, IG, IG, um, Instagram Story IG post, you know where, what I'm saying? Where you kind of have to know. No, it was 100%. You know that fucking uh, Styles P and Jadakiss fucking hate Diddy at this moment in time. Oh, yeah. Like, like there was face, so much. They, oh, God, you know they hate him. Oh, 100%. 
100%. So, yeah, man, we just wanted to talk about that for a little second, man. Just take it back to the good old days, as old niggas like to say. No, but you know, see if we, y'all can look on YouTube and find some of them old arguments and shit, because that shit legendary. is entertainment, dog. It yeah. is so fucking entertaining. You'll, 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 you'll enjoy the fuck out of it. I'm just to Absolutely. It's, it's, it's honestly one of the greatest things to watch on YouTube, I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. All sure. that old school shit. I love it. And like I said, I love when people tell the stories of that old school shit. That shit is just fucking legendary mm-hmm. shit. Oh, yeah. I'm sh- and the crazy thing about it is that as, you know, a, one of the first generations of like when when rap became pop music mm-hmm. are getting older, we're going to get more of these stories, I feel, as we get, as these rappers get older, as they grow into their 50s, mm-hmm. 60s, yep. and they don't give a fuck about being cool and not talking about shit. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to do it. I mean, like, oh, yeah. you know, to an extent, not, not, not all the way, but Cam and Mace, kind of do that now with their sports show mm-hmm. which by the way is fucking amazing if you've never watched it them niggas are hilarious oh. together i'm sorry it, and it's funny because like you know for those of y'all that don't know which i'm sure a lot of you do know but him and him and and mace did cam and mace didn't get along for a really long time and, and they, it's used just to, so... they used to roll heavy back in the day and then they mm-hmm. had a big ass falling out yeah and and it's crazy to you know to see how quick they actually are in the chemistry they have mm-hmm. and how like little petty arguments can sometimes keep people away from each other that mm-hmm. realistically probably should be together doing something you know Phenomenal. being friends whatever mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. So, yeah man but shout out to the early 2000s man hell yeah fuck yeah that's the legacy man shit trying <laughs> to be alive man <laughs> all right y'all well again thank y'all for coming back and chilling with us once again i got uh, you got any recommendations or anything like that i know we didn't even talk about it but you got anything <laughs> Man, listen, my recommendation is to finish the year off strong. I ain't got no fucking movies. I ain't got no music, but I do got advice. Finish it off strong. So that way you already rolling into the new year. Exactly. Now, let me tell you all this, man. This probably going to be out, I'm assuming, before Friday, maybe. Yeah, I can get it out before Friday. So y'all going to hear this before the first of the month, man. Treat the first of December like the first of January, because I'm telling you, you don't want the first of January to come around and you think, all right, I'm going to get on my shit now. Nah, nigga, you got to do it December 1st. Mm-hmm. December 1st, so that when January 1st come around, you already in the groove. It's habit. That's right. That's right. It's man. already a habit. And everybody who's starting their little habits January 1st, mm-hmm. you laugh at them niggas, because you're like, bitch, I've been doing this for a month already. There you go. That's it. It's all over. The cocky all over. Ah. Ah. <laughs> So that's that's that that's my recommendation right there. All right, that's all the recommendation y'all niggas need. Shit, yo, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best you can be. Hey man, if you can't do that, at least make your mama proud. There you go. And if and if you can't finish the year strong off for whatever reason, you know I don't want to hear you complaining when it's March and the weather's getting nice mm-hmm. and the girls is out here looking good and you still that fast slob you was wishing you wasn't. All right, I don't want to hear it. I'm not saying you can't be that. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to hear the complaining. Exactly. Because <laughs> your boy your boy Chris told you, get it right December 1st. Get it right December 1st. Keeping y'all to it. All right, y'all. We out of here. Wash your hands. Yo. Wash your ass. Be good to each other. Yo. We love you. Peace. Peace.